here we are again to make one of our regular podcasts about the goings on at Broad Halfpenny Down. Hello, uh, Mike. Yes, the last one we we mentioned the commemorative stones, didn't we? That we're planning to have inscribed by people and set around the monument. Yes, um, yeah, that's an idea that actually we've got from Lords, where they've put commemorative plaques on, on the walls surrounding the ground, and we thought, what a good idea to tidy up the base of the monument with some commemorative stones, which are very reasonably priced at either £150 for the smaller version or £350 for the bigger ones. They're made of Cornish granite, which is the same material as the monument's made of. There are many people who have already signed up to be part of cricketing history by having their name commemorated on the ground. Yeah, it's a great thing to have, and, and and what a way to develop that little area as well around the around the stone and the pub, because that really is the focal point, particularly for people visiting the ground and seeing it for the first time. Do you know, it's amazing that I work up on the ground from time to time, particularly during the summer, and it doesn't matter what time of day or, frankly, what time of year, people just appear and say... Hi, I've just flown in from Australia and the first place I've come to is Broad Halfpenny Down to check out the history of cricket. It happens so, so regularly. It's phenomenal that yeah. this little jewel in the crown of English and indeed world cricket history is um, so regularly visited by the faithful. Well, it's also a great spot to watch the game from there. It's not far from the shelter of the trees, of course, so you're out of the sun. And it's cow corner for the right-hand batsman batting from the bottom end, isn't it? So, yes, <laughs> so, yeah, indeed, yeah. I mean, back in the day, I remember before um, the pavilion went up, the gate was right in that corner, which was yes. lethal from the point of view of a, a gate entering straight onto a crossroads. But, of course, if the ball went through that gate... It just bit off down the hill, down towards Clamfield, and yeah. <laughs> it was. It yeah. could be a long run to get the ball to retrieve the ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In, in, indeed. Yes, yeah. we've got a far more sensible arrangement for um, welcoming our guests without killing them yes. these days. Well, yeah. those 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 were the days. But of course, in those days, when you and I really got involved with the club in the early nineties. It was still essentially a naval club, wasn't it? Linked to HMS Mercury up on the ridge or up on the hill. Yes, indeed. Yeah. I mean, it's great that the way the club's developed into a far more civilian orientated club, but with that nice sort of mix of the Navy that from time to time join our happy band as a consequence of the long, rich history that we have. So everyone from... uh, Knights and vice admirals down to able seamen. It's brilliant. Yeah, I think the, also the interesting thing is that it's always been a very welcoming club to a broader church than just the Navy. And the first chairman, if I've got this right, when the club first emerged from being stewarded by the Navy and became completely independent, um, was Anthony Baines Walker, who was a brewer, not a naval officer at all. And so, you know, we, there was a, a, a civilian non-naval person as the first chairman. Yes, absolutely. And two of his best mates, one was a naval chaplain, Bernard Marshall, who was a great all-rounder. And it's wonderful that his other club near Newbury is um, coming back to play a session. Absolutely, yeah. First time for a long while. They're coming in August, Ashford Hill. And they are visiting the ground to play the Brigands this coming August. And so that'll be very nice to see them. And a nice reminder of Bernard, who was a lovely old guy. I only remember him as somebody who was fairly well, older than me, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. He was a great man for the racing as well, for horses, and he always liked to sort of put odds on the brigands' chances of success in any particular game. Usually fairly poor odds, actually, yeah, in those days. Yeah. Well, he was, of course, <clears throat> chaplain to uh, Newbury Racecourse. Which, um, yeah. yeah, well, there yeah. you are. Yeah. 
Absolutely. And of course, um, one of Baines's other great mates, uh, Willie Stevens, Bill was uh, an army officer, so not fussy about who we let join the club at all, really. No, no. And he could be fairly forthright at times as well. And around the time I first got involved with the club, back in 1982, the management of the bat and ball had changed and the club wasn't getting on terribly well with the new publican. And Bill Stevens, was, as I remember him, being quite forthright about that. And we all, we all ended up drinking down at the Georgian Dragon which uh, then existed down in Hamble in the days when Hamilton had several pubs. And we all ended up drinking down at the Georgian Dragon for my first season. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> anyway, right, so let's move swiftly on. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah, well, of course, the, uh, just to say that the relationship with the pub these days is fantastic. It's I mean, we, have, we get on very, very well. Andrea is a great pub landlady, along with her husband, Chris. They forged a really nice relationship, actually, with the brigands. Yeah, it's um, tough times to be in that industry at the moment as we mm. all recover from COVID. But yeah, the food's there pretty good at the moment with their Italian they've chef. A, they've got a great chef. Yeah. yeah, But of course, actually, that link with the pub obviously always been very strong. You know, the Brigands cap badge even has two beer mugs on it because that represents that the club shouldn't be playing outside of a six hit or beyond a six hit of a, uh, of a drinking hostelry. And of course, the bat and ball, as we know from our having to erect a net to protect the pub is well within the six hit of the broad Haby down square and in fact I can, I can attest to that off my own bowling on a few occasions <laughs> <laughs> yeah good right Jerry um on that should we um yeah I can um, probably uh, c- c- draw <laughs> draw stumps, draw stumps on this one and yeah. cross cross the road and go for a pint absolutely yeah. that's a good offer okay. mine's the pride <laughs> cheers <laughs>